been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Hey, good morning. And welcome, welcome to a Wednesday edition of the program. This is Game Time with Tom and Ward. We're glad you're with us. I think Garrett's back with us tomorrow. Uh, glad to have you along as we get ready to kick off a, uh, a brand new day. Kind of a, I would you would you describe it as a crisp morning, Ward? I mean, what what is your uh, your 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 definition of this morning's weather situation? Crisp would be would be good. Yeah. So let's 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 go with crisp. On this Wednesday morning, it's a crisp morning. I had a little frost on the on the windshield. I had to uh, get the ice scraper. Ooh, yeah, and that would that would definitely uh crisp, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I had to, I had to do a little scraping this morning. It's chilly. Yeah, I you know I'm not as privileged as you to park in a garage where <laughs> my vehicle is always in good shape. Although last year. You couldn't get your car out because of the... Uh, no, I could not. <laughs> you didn't have electricity. Door wouldn't open. No. That was a bad deal. Did you not have... The, by the way, does your garage not have those deals where you can just release it and... It does on the inside. <laughs> but not on the outside. No. Huh. So, you, I mean, you couldn't meander through your garage and... Mm-mm. Oh, that's right, because it doesn't go... It's... It's almost detached, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's to, a to where you have to go from the outside to. Mm-hmm. Well, then that does no good. No, it was you were <laughs> you were out of luck. You were locked out. <laughs> I had a d- different definition for it, but I know <laughs> I did too. Ah, goodness. Okay, uh, but but for the most part, that that garage thing kind of works out, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Well, see, my mine sits in a driveway, and so therefore. I had the ice scraper out this morning, mm-hmm. uh, and it was chilly. Then it then it became crisp. So <laughs> it just it's just evolved. It's just evolved into crisp. All right, uh, plenty to talk about today. Which which is the bigger story for you? Uh, Wilson being traded to Denver or? Rodgers returning to Green Bay. Uh, the Russell Wilson trade. Does that have a bigger significance as far as winning and losing in the NFL? I, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I just I think that that's a a huge blockbuster trade because of you know he's going to go to Denver and Seattle's getting. Getting a uh, well, they're getting a haul. You know, let's be honest. Uh, we don't know how it's going to turn out, but I mean, they're they're getting it, a lot of picks. It's not Herschel Walker, but I no, mean, it's but, but it's, it's pretty big. Yeah, it's a pretty big trade. I mean, you know, they're you know now we'll see who gets the better end of the deal. Denver goes in and Wilson's able to lift the Lombardi in Denver. Well, I, I guess you could say Denver came out on, on top, but you know we don't know. But there is well, there's a lot included in that trade. Is he the last piece to get the Broncos to that level in that conference? I, yeah, again, I don't know. That's the AFC, friends. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think they're further away than than a starting quarterback. But I, I don't know that. I mean, you just you, you have no idea. I mean, they've got 
they've got a good wide receiver crew and you know Jerry Judy's going to be you know a part of that and um they got a decent running back so you know how how does it all come together I I think it's going to be okay but again as you point out you know they've got a gauntlet to go through mm-hmm. they still got to get past you know Pat Mahomes not an easy task. Buffalo. Buffalo. Not an easy task. Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's some proven commodities out there, and you went and got a 33-year-old quarterback. Yeah, I. you know, it worked for them once before. <laughs> yeah, it did. So, yes, it did. You know, maybe, maybe they feel like they're right on that doorstep again. All right, so we'll talk about that. We'll get into to both of those big blockbuster situations. Uh, Travis Brown's going to join us. What are we talking about there today? Uh, the Aggies and, you know, what's, what's Jim doing at A&M? Is the excitement still there for, for baseball? Um, and, you know, where's Jimbo Fisher going into spring training? How good is, you know, this Aggie team that, Everybody feels like it's got the best recruiting class in the country. Mm-hmm. You know how good are they going to be going into spring training and and coming out of spring training? Is is that momentum going to stay there through spring training? I, I don't know. All right, so we'll get into that today. Cowboy notes. We got some things to talk about when it comes to the Cowboys. We'll get into that. Michael Swain is going to join us. Michael writes for Kansas two four seven Sports. That's a uh, fog fognet dot com. Want to get his thoughts on the Big 12 tournament, that which uh, begins tonight. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that. I want to know what, you know, what the vibe is around Lawrence. You know, this team's, what, uh, two and two in their last four games and uh, could have could have been one and four very easily if Texas could have found a way to get it done in, in overtime. And their home win against TCU wasn't exactly a statement win. I mean, they eked out a W over TCU. We'll talk to him about that. And... What does he think this league looks like in the NCAA? So we'll we'll talk to Michael Swain. Uh, we'll also get into Major League Baseball. Ward, MLB, I, I'm starting to scratch my head a little bit. MLB said, look, if we don't have a deal done, we're going to cancel the first two weeks, I mean the first two series of the season, and for the Rangers at seven games. When lo and behold, they canceled them, but they really didn't cancel them. They publicly canceled them, but behind the scenes, they had a plan to play the full 162 games if they could get a deal done. Then they come out and said, if we don't have a deal done by Tuesday, yesterday, that we're going to have to cancel another week's worth of games. They don't have a deal done on Wednesday morning, and I'm glad they didn't, but they haven't officially canceled any baseball games. They don't look like they are that there's a lot of solidarity going on right there. It looks like there's a little more confusion on the part of MLB than it is the MLBPA. Well, it looks like threats more than anything else. Yeah, idle, right? Mm-hmm. And after a while, if you don't do what you say you're going to do, how does anybody take you seriously? Yeah, uh, I, I, I think they're trying to avoid losing that money at all costs, but they still want a deal done. I I don't know. And they want to it, push them around a little bit. Yeah, and it's it's getting to the point where it's 
Well, it's always been silly, but it's getting even more comical now. So we'll get into that a little bit. And then, of course, this is uh, Wednesday. That means Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12 will come in and and uh, we'll visit with Josh about what's going on uh, in the league as far as men and women's basketball. That's the big topic uh, going into uh, going into this weekend in Kansas City. Uh, our own John Morris is there. Matt Mosley uh, tagged along, and he he's there as well. So we'll have those two shows for you uh, this afternoon at 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock, respectively, live from Kansas City as we cover both the Baylor men and women in the NCAA tournament. Men again begin tomorrow, and the women begin on Friday. In the Big 12 tournament. In the What did I say? NCAA. Oh, sorry. I Not just, there yet. Yeah, Hold but on. they will be. Yeah. Yeah. So you were looking at something this morning that had the women as a two seed. Is that uh-huh. right? Yes. Are you buying that one? Yeah, I don't know. Because you didn't, I mean, we both kind of felt like what they've done over the last couple of weeks. So do they, does this tournament help them or hurt? I mean, but it's not going to hurt them, but does this, no. could this tournament help them get off that two line? Well, I guess it depends on what everybody else does in their tournaments. Yeah, good point. I mean, if everything stays status quo, no, I don't think it'll help them no matter what they do. And that's that's the thing about conference tournaments. I mean, it it is designed for some teams to have an outside shot of getting in the dance. Like if you if you have no shot and somehow you win your tournament, well, then you get the automatic bid and you're mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're on a bubble and you play well in your tournament and maybe get to the finals, you might have a shot of getting in. I always thought it was about fundraising. I, I you know, I, I think it is. <laughs> Why don't they just get the players to sell those little chocolates like they do in Little League? <laughs> Carry a box of M and M's around. <laughs> Here's two dollars, and you got a coupon on the wrap, you know, on the wrap around the of the the box. Yeah, I, I I don't hold a whole lot of stock in conference tournaments. I just don't. I don't either. Especially when you're in a Baylor situation where your body of work is done. It, it is. It's done. You've done what you needed to do, uh, so we'll see. All right, it, so that's what we have planned for you this morning. It's uh, 10 minutes after 7. We are brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, VersaLift Southwest, Pro Star Rental, and by our good friends at Big Boys Record Service. What do you say we check out the weather forecast this morning? Brought to you by the Nietzsche Group. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nietzsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. High pressure in control, and that means lots of sunshine today and some warmer temperatures, too. Highs top out at 62 degrees. It'll be mostly clear tonight. We drop to 35 and mostly sunny tomorrow, even warmer with a high of 73. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor women's basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. The Big 12 champion Baylor women open play in the Big 12 tournament Friday in Kansas City. 1 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 1.30 tip-off Friday. Join Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. 
here at La Fiesta. Our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Call Allen Samuels House of Travel for your next all-inclusive vacation. As the world's leading all-inclusive company, Sandals is the best in luxury Caribbean all-inclusive vacation for couples. Let them send you on the destination of your dreams, to Jamaica, Bahamas, Antigua, or one of Sandals' other luxury resorts. Let Allen Samuels House of Travel help you book your next Sandals vacation. Allen Samuels House of Travel is a full-service travel agency located in the heart of Central Texas that has been locally owned and operated for over 45 years. Visit them at houseoftravelwaco.com. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. 
Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and Versalift Southwest. All right, 716. If you're out and about this morning, drive safely. Commodores. What year was that song released? 70 what? Does it say? 77. 77. What were you doing in 77? Uh, I was in junior high. I was a freshman in high school. You weren't in junior high. I sure was. Are you younger than me? I guess so. Oh, good gracious. I thought you were like 12 years older than me. <laughs> All right, 717. Thanks. Thanks a lot. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey, uh, a couple of quick notes here from the CNC Collision Center text line. This is a great question. As far as the uh, stacked AFC is concerned, which, of course, we all know is Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Tennessee, Baltimore, Denver, now with uh, with their quarterback situation. Who's who's who are the Rams gonna play in the NFC championship? <laughs> I don't know. Is, is it the 49ers again? I just don't think so. Yeah. But I... Who is it? The Packers? It's not the Cowboys, we know. Nothing changes there. <laughs> You know what the narrative is going to be, though. Oh, well, sure it is. They've got all the pieces in place, right? I'm not buying. No, well, I, I'm not going to look. I, I don't. I don't have to buy or sell. I mean, the facts lay out in front of you. Nothing's changed, so why should the results change? Yeah, that's. I mean, tell me what's changed within the Cowboy organization to make you feel like okay, this is the year. There's nothing for me. I mean, I I hope I'm dead wrong. I mean, you know, being a Cowboy fan, and we all grew up Cowboy fans, just loving watching the Roger Staubach, and and it's Staubach, by the way, not back. It's not B-A-C-K. drives me <laughs> nuts when people say that. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, who is the NFC challenger? Rams and who? <laughs> and... Well, that's I, I guess for me right now is it the is it the Cardinals? Is it the Packers? Uh I mean you I, I guess with Aaron Rodgers signing, the Packers have to be in the mix, don't they? Yeah. I mean they were look, I know that they took the, the, the early exit, but weren't they in the conference championship the last couple of years prior to last year? Yeah. Something I mean, like that. LA's challenger could be them. Could be I mean, I I don't know. It's that's that's a really really good question right now. It, I mean, who has really made strides? San Francisco. You just you don't know where they're at. Uh, you say you're not buying them being back. 
I, you know, they I, made a late charge to get where they were going, and that's fine. I mean, I, I know you, they all seventeen count the same. Yeah, and and that was that was good. Um, I don't I don't know that I trust the Cardinals. Just I don't I just don't. So I mean, <laughs> you gotta pick one. <laughs> the Saints. They're going to have a new coach. Who, who knows what they're going to look like? What's their quarterback situation? Yeah, I mean, you know, is Jameis Winston even going to be there? I don't think so. I mean, there's rumors about him moving on. So Tampa's going to have a new quarterback? Yeah. Maybe maybe that door swung wide open for the Dallas Cowboys. So you think 8-8 eight eight will get you there? <laughs> it might. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to look at – with Aaron Rodgers saying he's back with Green Bay, I, I guess you have to look at them as being one of the top challengers. All right, so I mean, that's that's a great great question. How do you feel about the Packers? I mean, how do you feel about this Aaron Rodgers situation? Here's my deal. I, I, it's like Aaron Rod, It's like gr- the Green Bay Packers held hostage 2.0. Didn't you feel like that? that's how this thing unfolded? It's like, here's what you're going to do for me. And I still I, – unless do you, do you believe – I th- think that maybe this is more media-driven than anything else. I don't know that it was Aaron Rodgers-driven at all this time. Why wasn't it? Well, I mean, you know, do you? So you're telling me that the Green Bay Packers management team said, "You know what? Let's get in a room and let's find a way to get him extended for four years." Yeah, I think so. He I mean, would, because he, they knew they knew that there was a possibility that he might want to move on again. I mean, did he come out and say, "Hey, I want to be traded. I, I don't want to be a Packer this year"? No, he didn't do that. But he said, "I'll let you know if I'm going to play here." He did say that. And I'll get back to you. He said, but I'm going to do it in a timely manner. And then all of a sudden, this deal comes down the pipe. I mean, come on. It, it, That's it, his prerogative, though. Right, and it's their prerogative to say, you know what? You got one year left on your deal. You play here like and honor your contract. But NFL teams can't do that. They don't have enough pull right now. They better figure out how to get it. Or, well, they're or, not or, going or, to. Things are just going to. They're, they're not going to. So this is a $200 million deal. Mm-hmm. It's a two hundred, a hundred and fifty-three of it guaranteed. That's so they can hide that money, right? This this first year, uh, at some point, it's going to count again. It's going to count significantly against the cap. But th- this first year, by gonna, then they won't care. Yeah, well, probably not. They'll be able to move something else. And that's all, that's that's what it is. It's pieces of the puzzle. But yeah, I I think Aaron Rodgers basically told the Packers, "Hey, I'm not sure." And, you know, and, and who knows what his agent was, you know, what information he was sending to the Packers behind the scenes. I don't know. But he, if you love Green Bay and you love playing for Green Bay, why was this why was this even public in the first place? Because of last year and what happened this year? He came out, well, I don't know if I want to play. And, you know. Well, it's all a ploy to see, you know, just how much I can get. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. Bottom line. Nobody, and I mean nobody, has a true allegiance to 
their organization when it comes right down to it. If there's more money somewhere else, they're going to take it. We're, we're not there anymore. We're not the old 70s, even early 80s Cowboys, Steelers, Dolphins. Mix them all in there if you want to. Yeah. We're not there anymore. So with Rodgers re-upping with, with Green Bay, was that the domino that sent Denver and Seattle into a room? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I – Feels that, that way. Yeah, I mean, but it was such a – that really took me by surprise. And obviously this didn't happen in 15 minutes. They, they, they've been talking. So this is, this is probably at least a couple of weeks in conversation. Hey, if this doesn't happen or if this does happen, what do you think? Now, the funny part is, is I thought, and I think you did too because you just said – that it took you by surprise. We all thought that the Russell Wilson out of Seattle thing had kind of quieted down and that that wasn't going to happen, that everybody kind of worked things out. But And he he has a no trade, so he had to waive the no trade. So what happened? I don't, I don't know. Um, money. I, I think it all boils down to that. I I think it's, you know, maybe Russell Wilson looked at the organization where he was at and looked at Denver's roster and said, you know, there's maybe there's a possibility here. I mean, he wants to get a, he wants to get a ring too. And the window on him is absolutely closing. So um, you know, maybe he said well, if it's the right fit, mm-hmm. I'll waive it. And obviously he feels like that Denver's the right fit. Well, he's leaving the NFC for the AFC. And uh, so he's going to see some new faces, obviously. Some yeah. new teams and some new challenges. And I think he's walked into a much more difficult conference right now. I, I don't think there's any doubt the AFC is far deeper than the NFC is, it's it is quality teams. It is, but how close is how close is the gap between Denver and Kansas City and Oakland? Or don't know. You know, I I don't know how large that gap is. I I I'd assume that they feel it's not as as wide as some other people would think. Yeah, they. I'm I'm going to assume that they felt like they were a high caliber, high quality quarterback away from competing for the AFC Championship. That would be my assumption. Well, you would think. With this deal, because they traded away the farm, didn't they? I mean, several uh, ones and twos, right? Uh Two ones and two twos, is that correct? I think that's correct. So, I mean, mean, they basically pushed all their chips in, it sounds like to me, to the center of the table and said, here we go. Well, again, it's worked for them before. So it has. I mean, some dude named Peyton Manning. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of worked out. So we'll see. We'll see. But you have to have the other pieces in place too. So uh, I mean, is Russell Wilson still that viable a quarterback? I'll ask you. I, I I don't know. I mean Would you take Russell Wilson in a trade for Dak Prescott? Yes. Okay. It it would you take him for Jimmy Garoppolo? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you know he just 
Yeah, we've upgraded there. Yeah. I mean, I, Although I, I, I think Garoppolo caught a lot more grief and aggravation because sometimes, you know, he's one of them dudes that at the end of the day, he, you looked up and, okay, well, he, his numbers aren't great and this wasn't great, but they had a W, <laughs> yeah. you know, and they moved on. So, we, yeah, we, I, I think there's a lot of quarterbacks in the league that you would say, yeah, I would insert him instead. Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, because we, we just talked about Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore. Uh, would, would, you ta- would you plug in Russell Wilson in Baltimore over their quarterback yes. situation? Right? Really? Yeah. See, without, I would, without even batting an eye. What about in Kansas City? No. 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 Arizona? Uh Kyler Murray? Well, that's a hard one. I mean Buffalo? Prob- probably not because Kyler Murray's just a winner. He just is. He wins despite. I I I like the way he he plays. I, I just I I think that he's, you know, that's all he's ever done, right? So he has that mentality. So probably not for Kyler Murray. But for Lamar Jackson, you're a yes. Yes. Immediately. Wow. Because he wins a lot of awards. I don't care. I I think Russell Wilson throws a much better ball. Remember Russell Wilson's thirty three? I'm I'm you know, you're talking about winning right now, right? Yeah, this day. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yes. That's what they're talking about, aren't they? Yes. And I and I they're say they're talking about winning in September without a hesitation. I take him. All right, that's interesting. I I, I those teams that we were talking about earlier uh, on on the AFC side, uh, you know, you're certainly not gonna you're certainly not gonna trade Russell Wilson for your your quarterback situation in Cincinnati. No. And you're not going to in Buffalo? No. You're not going to in Kansas City? No. But you are in Baltimore? Yes. So, are you saying, well, we, so, is Denver then, let's let's plug Denver in there, in a head-to-head, is Denver going to line up and beat Kansas City? Are they going to line up and beat Buffalo? Are they going to line up and beat Cincinnati? I mean, I I think it gives them a better chance at quarterback than what they had. Well, yeah, they they, they didn't have a chance. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know that that puts them over the top, but it certainly points them in the right direction. It gives them gives them a fighting chance. Man, you gave up a lot of draft picks for for a fighting chance. To me, I don't know. But sometimes I guess this is the nature of I mean, the if beast. You're, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna try to go for it, you got to go for it, or you're just you know spinning your wheels, kind of like the Cowboys, right? I got you. I, I think yeah. I, I think <laughs> I think that's probably a fair comparison. All right, seven thirty one. We got to get to the break, and Travis Brown's going to talk some Aggies with us. We'll do that next, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service. Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and Versalift Southwest. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do we know what artisanal bread means? Is that just a fancy way of saying bread? I think it's a fancy way of saying not regular old bread. <laughs> <laughs> like we did something uh, a little different from this. So it's artisanal. Yeah, not regular old bread. I wish they'd just say that. Just put that on the menu, not regular old bread. <laughs> the Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Let City Ranch Boot Company create the perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag for you. With over 30 years in the leather industry, Jake Healy and his team know their stuff. Put your company logo on boots or incorporate your ranch brand as a gift for family, friends, and employees. City Ranch Boot Company is located on the North River Crossing in China Spring. Locally owned, family operated, Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company. Look them up on Facebook and find them at cityranchboot.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. McLennan Baseball starts conference action today by hosting Ranger for a doubleheader starting at noon. The MCC softball team has the top two home run hitters in the nation in Caitlin Wong and Aaron Plunkett. They travel to Ranger today for a twin bill. Baylor softball is in Hawaii for the Rainbow Wahine Classic. They take on Cal at 7.30 and Hawaii at 11 tonight. You can hear those games on Cool 101. Baylor baseball is on the road as well at Abilene Christian. That first pitch is at 6 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Rodgers has become the highest-paid player in the NFL by signing a contract extension with the Packers that will pay him a reported $50 million a year. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. All right, 7:35. In fact, it was a little bit. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We welcome Travis Brown from the Eagle newspaper into the program. Travis, good morning. How are you? We appreciate your time today. Doing well. How are you guys? We are terrific. And uh, let's start with baseball. Uh, obviously, new staff with uh, Coach Slosh Nagel. And w- where do you see the baseball program right now? They ca- it's are the players getting comfortable with the coach? The coach and the staff comfortable with the players? Where, where's the program right now at seven and four early in the year? It hasn't really been a great start because even in some of those wins, I mean, one of them was a three-two win over Houston Baptist. The, the struggle really to start the season was they, they, they were getting runners on base, but they couldn't uh, get those runners across the plate. In the first eight games of the season, before they headed off to the Frisco Classic. Um, they stringed 75 runners on base and just couldn't get that uh, run production. Then when they went out to the first two classic, you see a little bit more of that power five competition. Um, they get some inconsistent uh, pitching efforts from really from the bullpen. They uh, um, struggled kind of at the end of the um, uh, Wichita State game there in the third game, uh, giving up. Uh, I believe it was three runs there in the eighth inning after leading for the majority of the game uh, to go ahead and drop that one. And the, the, the disappointing thing is it's some of the, the veteran arms, some of the guys that they brought back um, from last season that just haven't been able to throw strikes. So it's, it's been a little bit of a bumpy start for the Jim Schlossnagel era uh, down there at A&M uh, and, and just kind of need to find some consistency in, in you know, uh, both pitching and in uh, some timely hitting, uh, getting that, that run support for the pitching as well um, to kind of right the ship a little bit. Travis, is it a situation right now for them to, are they juggling the lineup a little bit, trying to find the right mixture, or is this lineup set and they're just not producing? Uh, they got a little bit of juggling, but but because, you know, they, they, they have a mix of some graduate some 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 uh, late in their career transfers plus some freshmen i i, I mean i kind of think that they're, they're a little bit locked in in uh what they they that they're gonna have to do as far as the batting order unless they're gonna kind of throw some some younger freshmen out there which just i i don't see them doing so they're they're kind of locked into what they're they're gonna do right now the other thing that, that has really hurt them is that the guy who really stepped up in that Fordham series, the first uh, series of the season, was Trevor Warner, uh, a returning guy who they've been putting at third base. He was knocking the cover off the ball and playing some really great defense over there. He had an oblique injury um, that held him out of four games. Uh, the, the, the whole Penn series plus um, uh, the, the uh, Houston Baptist uh, game and then um, came back for um, the – Iowa game, I believe it was, in the Frisco Classic, and in his first at bat, felt some pain in his hand on a check swing and actually had to get removed mid um, at bat and went and got an x-ray. The x-ray was negative, um, but they are going to have to see um, what his pain tolerance is coming back and if there's any further damage beyond that. He, he was their, their biggest offensive spark, and he can't seem to stay healthy, so that's been another little issue with them as far as the hitting goes. And this team, as they finish up their non-conference over the next few days, they get to open with LSU, and <laughs> that's uh, that's always a challenge, isn't it? It, it? 
LSU, though, in their outing there at the Shriners Classic was a little bit inconsistent um, and and uh, wasn't necessarily looking like their traditional self. So I, you could say that it might be a good time to play LSU. That being said, I think the struggles that A&M are going through um, are, are a little bit a little bit heavier and and they're gonna have to have a big turnaround to be able to put up a really good showing against like you said a really good um uh, kind of blue chip program like that the aggie's gonna be back at bluebell tonight moving the game with tarleton state to tonight instead of tomorrow night because the weather may be coming in does this a get right game for the aggies and an opportunity for them to get those good at bats and maybe look at some different pitchers right now to try to get ready for conference play it could be. Um, I mean, you really like those midweek games for that. Get a little bit of confidence. Um, uh, the thing I'd like to see from the, the A&M hitting is that when they have been able to produce, it's been when the pitching has made a mistake. You know, they hung a slider, uh, got a fastball too high, something like that. It, it'd be really good in these, one of these games to see A&M's hitters hit some hit some good pitches. Um, you know, uh, sit back on a on a fastball low and and drive it. it, it more times than not, they've had to wait for a pitching mistake to, to, to jump on it, and I think that'd be something good to see from A&M's hitters in this midweek game. Let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, where's, where's A&M uh, as far as women's basketball is concerned? Uh, I mean, season's uh, done. Uh, disappointing season for uh, Gary Blair's final season, but uh, they were able to kind of have that farewell tour for, for, for Coach. He, uh, Of course, they, they named the court after him in the final game, and um, did some some great things for him. Now it's just uh, in that process of finding the uh, the, the next guy to to replace him. Uh, the, the, the interesting thing, the the, the great thing about uh, Gary Blair is, I was up there for a uh, press conference for the men's basketball team heading off to the SEC tournament, and Gary's still coming into the office, still working, still still doing stuff. He's he's going to be around, you know. Uh, but they just got to find that 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 next person to uh, to take over the program. What is the excitement level right now getting ready for spring football with, with the huge recruiting class that they had? I know a lot of those guys will not be on campus for spring football, but getting the football team back out there in spring play, is the excitement level raised up for the Aggies? Yeah, you got to say it is. And actually, surprisingly, a, a decent amount of that number one signing class actually did uh, enroll early and is out there for spring practice. So there is a lot to look out for um, in the spring practice when it comes to that that really, really exciting uh, freshman class. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it couldn't be higher. And I think any time that you have a spring um, practice where there is a little bit of a quarterback battle. Everyone is, is real plugged into that. So uh, you've got uh, Connor Wegman, of course, the returner, Haynes King, and uh, the transfer, Max Johnson, all battling out for that starting role. And that always makes things just a little bit more exciting as well. Where is King as far as the pecking order in this quarterback battle right now in your mind? I mean, I think it has to be his job to lose, considering he was the guy that won it last year. Of course, he he had the second game at, at Colorado. He got a season-ending injury, um, broken broken uh, leg, and and uh, had to sit out the rest of the season. But they say uh, coach said he's back to 100. percent And I mean, I think it, it has to be his job to lose to being the guy, the only guy in that room who's who's uh, had a season under his belt with the with the playbook, with the system, and everything like that. Um, I, I think it's him, and, and honestly, if you were, if I were, were a betting man, the uh, I would say that the guy who's probably going to give him the run for the money would be uh, 
uh, Connor Wegman, the, uh, the the quarterback coming in. Jimbo's just raved about him to the point where when people have kind of asked him about why wouldn't A&M have tried to go after Quinn Ewers, of course, the, the quarterback transfer that transferred from Ohio State to Texas, he was pretty adamant that Connor Wegman was his guy. I mean, he, 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 that, he, he, he connected with him. He said he could make all the passes. He's a great quarterback, and um, he's always been his guy from the get-go. And that, that says something about what um, Jimbo sees in him. So I, I would say he's number two, and then the Max Johnson, the transfer, um, I mean, he, he was not, he was a little inconsistent at LSU. And so if he's made a, a huge strides, you could see him. But in my mind, he's the, he's the third, third uh, option there. Travis, where is the most improvement needed for this Aggie team that you're going to have your eye on in the spring practice? Is it the offensive line, defensive line, secondary? Where are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, I think it has to be the offensive line. The offensive line last year meshed really well, but you're losing uh, Kenyon Green uh, to the draft. You're losing uh, Jameer Johnson uh, to to, uh, graduation. Um, So they're going to have to move some people around and find some spots. I think Bryce Foster was a a bright spot. uh, the, the, the freshman center coming in uh, as they, they thought Luke Matthews was going to be the guy that center, but he had a season ending injury and, and, and Bryce Foster had to step up. So there's some shuffling. There's some options there. Reuben, Reuben Fothery was a freshman that had to step in and he showed really um, good progression as the season went on. So I, I think that, it, that there is a, a foundation there. They're just going to have to replace Kenyon green. Who's an all American type guy who, is going to be a first-round draft pick, and anytime you have to do that, that's always a, a big question mark. But that's one of the position groups that I'm going to have my eye on um, the most through uh, spring practice. Travis Brown from the uh, Brian Eagle. Hey, man, we appreciate your time this morning, as always. You got it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. 7.45, we're 15 away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN City, uh, ESPN Central Texas as we talk about City Ranch and Boot Company. Uh, John Morse was over there just uh, last week, last Friday, in fact, broadcasting live. And, you know, they got a great location. It is a beautiful store. Uh, over 30 years in the industry for owner Jay Kelly and his team, which is a lot of family and and, uh, and they do a tremendous job. Uh, they can design boots for you. They can design uh, any kind of le- leather goods, such as uh, a belt or a wallet or a handbag. And, man, if you want, they can put your logo on them. I saw some uh, some logos uh, on uh, on some boots while I was over there riding with John as well. So pretty, just really a cool concept. Look, they've got product on the shelf if you want to buy. I, I thought about Ward. Uh, uh, the other day when I was over there, I saw a beautiful pair of ostrich boots on the shelf, and they've they've got they've got plenty of great product on the shelf. But if you want something custom, something just very specific, they can certainly do that for you as well. Custom design, locally owned, family operated, and uh, Texas made. That is City Ranch Boot Company, one zero two six seven North River Crossing off Highway Six and uh, Highway One Eighty Five. You can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. You can also check them out on their website at cityranchboot.com. Recently on Game Time, we're joined out by Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew. You look at most of the places we play, and I think everywhere we play, we've had a sellout. And you look at our environment with college game days and how loud the Ferrell Center was. I mean, it's hard to go on the road in a packed house and a loud crowd and, and be able to execute and be composed and withstand runs and get a win. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Saturday and Sunday, March 19th and 20th. Be the first to see and own the all-new-to-market Twisted Creek Ranch at the Sneak Preview Land Sale. Get 10 acres for only $99.9 or a new 1,200-square-foot condominium shell and 10 acres for just $159.9. With a prime centralized location between Fort Worth and Austin, this relaxing country retreat offers great features like high-speed fiber optic internet, a gated entrance, electric, and more. Live within minutes of the charming towns of Hamilton and Comanche and be near premier water recreation on Proctor Lake. Don't wait to own 10 beautiful acres in the country for only $99.9 or a new 1,200 square foot barn dominium shell and 10 acres for just $159.9. Excellent land financing is available, so call now 877-333-9413 or visit TwistedCreekTX.com. Prices for a 1,200 square foot barn dominium shell and 30 foot by 10 foot covered porch constructed with concrete pad on a 10 acre parcel at Twisted Creek Ranch. Depending on location and setting, additional concrete costs may apply. Special barn price available to Lone Star customers only. An equal housing opportunity. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. people when they come in they'll say I'm usually much more active but since I've been in pain I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle an arch support specialist at the Good Feet store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. McLennan Baseball starts conference action today by hosting Ranger for a doubleheader starting at noon. The MCC softball team has the top two home run hitters in the nation in Caitlin Wong and Aaron Plunkett. They travel to Ranger today for a twin bill. Baylor softball is in Hawaii for the Rainbow Wahine Classic. They take on Cal at 7.30 and Hawaii at 11 tonight. You can hear those games on Cool 101. Baylor baseball is on the road as well at Abilene Christian. That first pitch is at 6 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Rodgers has become the highest-paid player in the NFL by signing a contract extension with the Packers that will pay him a reported $50 million a year. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. Get away from eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. 
we were just having a discussion, and and, and I totally get it. You know, we were, we're we were talking about, and we continue to talk about the Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, who's the you know where do the Colts go at quarterback with Carson Wentz, their guy? Uh, there's a lot of question marks at quarterback. Do we do we are we putting way too much into the quarterback position as far as determining whether or not a team gets to the ultimate game, the Super Bowl. And, and, and let me preface that, Ward. You know, I, I, I can see you licking your chops. Let me preface that by saying I agree with you wholeheartedly that the most important person on your roster, for multiple reasons, on and off the field, on the field and in the locker room and wherever, is your quarterback. But I was just, it sounds like sometimes with the narrative that you get from the NFL network, that you get from ESPN, all the talking heads on television is that the quarterback is going to determine whether you go to the Super Bowl or not. Has nothing to do with anything else. There, you, know, you don't have to have a defense. You don't have to have special teams. You don't have to have an offensive line. To heck with a running game. Just have a quarterback. Is that the one and only position that determines the Super Bowl? No, but I believe it's the most important position. I agree. And, uh, I mean, he's he's the guy that it facilitates everything, and everything goes through him. So, I get it. And and I get your your side of it, too. I mean, there is, you know. It's a team there, sport. It, it is, but it it's, it's still, it runs through that guy. And especially in – in this league, more than any other league, it runs through that guy because it's, you know, it's something that you've got to have that guy plugged in and involved in everything you do to make it work. And so that's that's the narrative on why it's such an important piece of the puzzle and I mean, let's be honest. It 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 makes good television. So you know, it does. there in fact is 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 part of the is part of the narrative too. But I do believe that you know this is a guy that touches the football every snap on offense, and so does the center. It, it, he does. You're right. <laughs> but I mean, still, it, if you don't have that guy to facilitate everything and be a leader, you're not going to get the job done. I don't care. What kind of talent that you have around you? Okay, so let me let me go at it in in the reverse mode. You could have the best quarterback on the, on on the planet, and if you've got a horrendous offensive line that can't give him the time to even get a, a snap, and he's running for his life every single play, it's not going to work either. It's not going to work. But we don't talk about that. We do during the season when we're sitting there bashing the offensive line for not protecting and having all the holding calls and all that stuff. But in the offseason, like right now, all I hear is quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. I get it. It's the most popular position. It's I, the most important position. I, I, I do that. believe that a great quarterback makes a offensive line better. Agreed. I agree. I mean, it, it just makes them better because of they don't have to work as hard. And so that gives them the opportunity to be a better offensive line. So, I mean, having that that trigger guy that's – that's an elite guy makes your offensive line that much better. Well, now what, you can't put garbage out there, but if you have a a decent offensive line and you got a great quarterback, that great quarterback is going to make that offensive line better because he gets the ball out of his hands, he reads the field better, he sees the field better, 
it just it all works. I mean, look at Joe Burrow. He didn't have the best offensive line, no. and sometimes it showed this year. Mm-hmm. But they look pretty damn good at sometimes mm-hmm. because he could get the ball out of his hands. Well, one of the things that we talked about, and everybody talked about, it wasn't just us. I mean, it was pretty obvious why the Cowboys had such improvement from last season to this past season was what? Well, the offensive line play was a a, a, a bit better, and, and they were far more improved on the defensive side. Well, of that the football. was that was the biggest key to the yes. Cowboys being better this year was the defensive play and, and how they raised their game up, which the quarterback has nothing to do with. Well, and also, I mean, if if Dak Prescott would have played up to his, I don't want to say potential, but his expectations, you know, would would that have changed things a little bit? Yeah, probably. I mean, until he got hurt, you mentioned it yesterday. They were five and one. Yeah, they were a pretty dang good good football team. It looked good, and you know, he was you know facilitating the ball out, getting the ball out of his hands. Using the running game, it was it was all kind of working in motion, and then he goes down, and you know the wheels kind of started wobbling a little bit. Yeah, and I, you know, and this will be one that you can debate all day long. But uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, I think his injury was far more significant than what they let on. I mean, oh, I I, I think so too. He wasn't near as productive. Um, and they just, you know, hats off to him for staying in there and going after it. But you know, at, at some point, you got to get the guy out of his own way. Interesting. But that's not what the Cowboys did. It's it's an interesting conversation that that you can go on because there it really is no right or wrong answer. It strictly no. is an opinion. Uh, and and that's why you have all these different teams taking different approaches in the offseason. All right, 7.56. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we will uh, – well, we, we got more of the program coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat from the Big 12 Tournament in Kansas City. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's Temper Check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat from Kansas City where the Big 12 Tournament begins today. Baylor in action beginning tomorrow. Plus, softball opens play in Hawaii. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now... We're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Want the latest in Baylor Nike gear for the new season? Check it out at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at baylorshop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. 
Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. From the Big 12 Tournament in Kansas City, here again is the voice of the Bears. And welcome back from Kansas City, where Baylor men's basketball opens play as the number two seed tomorrow against Oklahoma at the T-Mobile Center. Game time, 6 p.m. tomorrow, 5.30 airtime here on ESPN Central Texas tomorrow. And the Baylor women as the number one seed open on Friday at 1.30 at Municipal Auditorium. Tonight, Baylor baseball back in action, continuing their road swing. They'll play at Abilene Christian, 545 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. First pitch tonight for Baylor and ACU. Men's tennis plays at Arizona State tonight at 7. And Baylor softball opens play in the Rainbow Wahine Tournament in Honolulu. Tonight, two games against Cal and Hawaii. Head coach Glenn Moore says, yes, it's a business trip, but they also want to take advantage of the learning experience yeah we we do and i and i do that with any trip i just you know we have the opportunity outside of taking care of business to uh, give them an opportunity for an education educational experience to see something they may may not get to see otherwise so we'll visit port pearl harbor and we'll do a luau while we're out there but um, we're going out there to play uh, to compete and get better so it is a big challenge it's a distraction. Your time change is, uh, you know, significant. So you're, I think Hawaii has a huge advantage in, in that tournament. Uh, so we've been out there. This will be our my fifth trip to take a team out there. So I'm very blessed that Baylor will allow us to do this. It's great for recruiting. And, uh, you know, quite a few schools will go out there and play. And to be able to tell you recruits that our school supports that trip as well, it's uh, good for recruiting. So, you know, our focus is going to be um, competing, and we're going to have a little fun along the way. We won the tournament last time we were out there. Glenn Moore and Baylor softball in action tonight versus Cal on the air at 7.15. First pitch at 7.30 on 101.3 FM. Then later tonight at 11 p.m. against host Hawaii. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow from here in Kansas City. I'm John Morris. Baylor basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. The Big 12 conference champion Baylor Bears open play in the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City on Thursday against Oklahoma. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip-off Thursday for the Bears in Kansas City. Baylor basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now is the time to start thinking about that spring break trip and servicing your vehicle at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. Whether your travels take you to the mountains where it's cold or the beach where it's warm, they have you covered. With their complimentary digital inspection, they are going to make sure your car is roadworthy. Have you been kished? Getting kished means keep individuals safe honestly. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are their business. Dedicated to serving you since 1998, they are local and they are honest and dependable. 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Couple of minutes after 8 o'clock. Good morning. Hey, if you're an 8 o'clocker, you're late. Sorry. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 
presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Let's talk some basketball. We welcome into the program from Fognet.com, Kansas 247 Sports. We say hello to Michael Swain. Michael, good morning. How are you, buddy? Doing well, doing well. Excited for a, a fun week of basketball ahead. Let, let's let's dive right into the Big 12 tournament. Uh, when, when you look at this year's tournament, let's start on the men's side. When you look at this year's tournament, uh, what – what are you looking for? What's the significance? Is there is there something that that needs to happen in this league? Uh, I mean, is is Kansas and Baylor are they both number ones? Is is there only not one number one coming out of it? Is it the conference champion, a tournament champion? I mean, how do you see this tournament unfolding, and what's the significance of it in your opinion? Yeah, I definitely think at the top it's very interesting. You, you look at Baylor and Kansas obviously sharing the Big 12 title, and right now if you look at a lot of the bracketology, Baylor is a one seed in Kansas. Is kind of depending on who you ask, they're uh, you know the, the the last one or the first two. So I think that if both Baylor and Kansas are able to make it to the title game, and I think Kansas would argue that hey, let's show that you know we're the best team. And same thing with Baylor. I think it's really a, a battle for can the Big 12 get two one seeds or if not, you know, who ends up being the one seed. So I think that's a super interesting dynamic. I think even looking tonight, I mean, Bruce Weber, is this going to be the end for him? You know, are they going to be able to go on a run and maybe for him save his job? But I think all indications are that this might be kind of his last few games as the Kansas State head coach. So I think top to bottom, a really interesting Big 12 tournament. I mean, you can even look at like the the Texas Tech-Iowa State game, right, where Iowa State's played a little bit better as of late and Texas Tech has kind of struggled as of late. So is this a game where Texas Tech is able to get kind of back on track or is Iowa State going to kind of continue to trend up? So. I think you really go through each game and find some interesting storylines here, which I think is a good thing because I don't think it's always the case in the Big 12 tournament. I think we know Kansas. I think we know Baylor. I think we know Texas Tech. But what do we know about Texas? (laughs) We've played, what, almost 30 games, and I genuinely don't know the answer to that. (laughs) They are such a weird team because, I mean, you can look at both the games they played against Kansas, right, the team that I cover, and – they play so such a tough style, right? They're going to play really good defense, um, but they take such awful shots. Like if you watch them play offensively, it's so much mid-range. It's fadeaways in mid-range. It's shots that in modern-day basketball, you would kind of say, yeah, that's probably down the pecking order of the shots we want to take, but they're so good defensively that they're able to stay in these games. And then guys like Timmy Allen and Courtney Ramey are able to knock down shots and even look at kind of their center position where you've got guys like Christian Bishop who can play above the rim. So they're, they're a team that I think, you know, let's say in like three weeks' time, if you said, hey, you know, Texas lost in the first round, I'd say, yeah, that's not a surprise. If you said Texas made the Elite Eight, I'd say, yeah, that's not a surprise either. They are incredibly talented. And Chris Beard in the NCAA tournament, like, I'm not going to bet against Chris Beard. So they're just a weird team in general. And I think it's just a very interesting roster construction considering the fact that it's a lot of mid-range and it's a lot of stuff at the rim and the three-point shooting you know, isn't necessarily super potent. Would it surprise you the way that TCU is playing here of late that they may end up in the championship game? No, not at all. I think, you know, honestly, I think Kansas would rather play Texas again than play TCU because Bill Self has talked about it a bunch kind of after the two TCU games they played last week where there's a bad matchup for Kansas. They've got athletes, they rebound, and you look at Kansas, what they've been able to do to kind of win the Big 12 title without having Aaron Martin. They played really good offense and they rebounded the ball on the offensive glass really well. And what does TCU do? They are the best offensive rebounding team and one of the best defensive rebounding teams. So, no. 
I would not be surprised at all. I think TCU's playing really well, and you got to give Jamie Dixon a ton of credit for what he's done with that program. Tell us a little bit about uh, Ochai Abaji. I mean, we know what a terrific player he is, but just tell us about him. Oh, man, there's probably not a, a better kid in the Big 12 than Ochai. Um, I think you can – he's so graceful in, in everything that he does. I think interviews um, – the way that he deals with certain aspects of playing for Kansas, where you do a lot of these interviews and sometimes the questions are a little, you scratch your head and the way that he's able to handle some of those things that, you know, you've seen other players at Kansas, maybe, you know, scoff at or, or not treat with super respect, but Ochai is a very respectful guy. And I think that, you know, if you think of a casual ba- college basketball fan, he's someone that's pretty easy to root for, right? Always plays with a smile. You can see the joy on his face and, He's not someone that, you know, is a bad teammate or saying me, 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 you know, even throughout kind of this season where he's been the Big 12 player of the year, he's had 30 point games. It's always come down to, hey, can we win and how can we win? And he's not really going to go be upset if he doesn't get X amount of shots or get this amount of looks. He's very much, you know, team oriented. And I think you saw that over the back half of Big 12 play where teams really, really sold out to stop him. And you didn't see him pout. I think there were maybe times of frustration, but I think overall he really had a team first approach. So I think he's someone that is really, really easy to root for in general. For Bill Self in the Jayhawks, would it really be all that bad if they made an early exit out of the Big 12 tournament to get ready for the NCAA Big Dance? You know, I think KU, um, I think the mood around the fan base would be not great just because I think the fan base in general is probably a little more down on this team just because it maybe hasn't been the prettiest. I think you look up and down and there are certainly some polarizing players in terms of the, the the way they play and what you watch, right? Like Dave McCormick has his hot and cold moments. Christian Brown and Jalen Wilson both have hot and cold moments. And Jawan Harris, the point guard, is the same. So I think that KU needs to win one, two. I think if you ask Bill Self, make it to the championship game and then anything can happen. Um, I do think for confidence reasons, they do need to win a few games here this week. Just you look at the back half of Big 12, right? You drop the game at Baylor. You drop the game at TCU. First time you lost by double digits since Bill Self's first season in back-to-back games. I think that was pretty crazy. So I think there's a team that could use a few wins here to head into March. Do they need to win the Big 12 tournament for confidence? No, not necessarily. But can you major the title game and play a really good you know, uh, Baylor team most likely? Visiting with Michael Swain from uh, Kansas Two Four Seven Sports. Michael, let, let's switch gears. Let's talk about the women and in the great improvement that they made in the in the terrific season they had. What's the what's the community reception been like uh, for for the women this this season? Yeah, it's been really cool to see. Um, I don't necessarily cover the women a ton, but I, I kind of do watch from afar, and it's really cool. Um, Obviously, you know, Shana, the head coach, has been around for a while now, and they haven't had a ton of success. And I think going into this year, um, I, I, might, I have to check again. This might be the last year of his contract. Um, I am not 100% certain on that. But I think going into this year, it was thought like, all right, this is kind of a prove-it year. You know, they've had years in the past where they've had a lot of talent. It hasn't worked out. They've had years where they haven't had a ton of talent, and they've been halfway decent. So I think this season they've done a really good job of – in terms of coaching and developing with a lot of these players. And so I think that the community has been super pumped. I think you look at the crowd at some of the women's game, it's obviously not 16,300, but there's a good amount of people that are showing up to women's game, which is a lot different than I think three, four years ago. So I think there's been a hugely positive reception for them, which I think is really cool to see because Kansas is a basketball school at the end of the day. And to see the women's team uh, get interest and get people showing up to games, I think personally is pretty cool. 
Speaking of attendance, uh, it, it should be fun this week uh, with the uh, the Big 12 tournament and and uh, all of these quality teams as deep as this conference is. Uh, the the, uh, the house should be packed just about every time there's a game scheduled. Oh, 100%. And I think you're going to see the, the very classic, you know, Iowa State fans are going to show out. I think you'll see a lot of KU fans there, obviously. Um, I, you just wish, I think, honestly, maybe K-State was a little bit better because I know that they're a fan base that will show out, too, if they're able to play on those kind of Thursday, Friday, Saturday dates. So I think in general, really excited to see it again. Obviously, you know, you look back last year, right? Um, not a normal Big 12 tournament year before, didn't even have it. So this is really the first, you know, normal, if you will, Big 12 tournament in a long time. Even for Kansas, like this is their first Big 12 tournament since 2019. It's pretty crazy that they haven't played in the last two. So I'm, I'm personally excited for it. I think fans are excited for it and really excited to see what the crowd is like. Uh, obviously, you're going to have plenty on the uh, on the tournament. What else are you working on for uh, Kansas two four seven Sports? Yeah, it's spring practice time for uh, key football. They start a little bit earlier. Um, they're going to have their spring game in early April instead of kind of that mid to late April date. And it sounds like there's a lot of positive stuff coming out. Obviously, it's like that a lot with spring practices, but it seems like the Lance Leipold staff is going out of its way to kind of say, hey, like we might be you know pretty competitive this year. Now we'll have to see. I'm big on saying you know hey. Let's not look at the win totals. Let's look at kind of that margin of victory or margin of defeat and be more competitive in games. But certainly seems like things are positive. So we've got plenty of that coverage and obviously doing a lot of recruiting too with the uh, 24-7 Sports Network. Michael, as always, it's a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time today. Have fun this week uh, in, in Kansas City, and, uh, and uh, we appreciate your time. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on. We'll talk to you soon. That is Michael Swain from Kansas 247 Sports and uh, Fognet.com. It's a 8-12, 12 minutes after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's take a second and let's talk about our friends over at Morrison's Gifts. We're talking about Mark and Sally and the entire crew over at Morrison's Gifts. You know what? They've got birthday gifts. They've got anniversary gifts. They've got holiday gifts for you. And then they've got gifts for, well, just because. And that's what you get at Morrison's Gifts. They've been doing this since 1979, and that's why they are Waco's gift store for every occasion you could choose from john hart leather goods uh they've got key rings they've got jewelry they've got candles they've got consuela products they got all kinds of things at uh at morrison's gifts and and you know what if you if you uh you want to do a little gift back uh let, let sally go to town and just say hey look here's what i want just uh, give me this and give me that and and they'll put a gift bag for you of course they've got free gift wrapping and they'll and uh, they'll even uh they'll even send mark out to deliver it so that's what they do over at morrison's gifts a baylor alumni owned business but uh, equally as important a locally owned business right here in uh, waco and central texas they're at 4308 west waco drive that's next to jason's deli in the brazos square shopping center and you tell them that we sent you by your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. High pressure in control, and that means lots of sunshine today and some warmer temperatures, too. Highs top out at 62 degrees. It'll be mostly clear tonight. We drop to 35 and mostly sunny tomorrow, even warmer with a high of 73. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been, seems like, more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big 12? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, it, because the defenses are so good. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. NeighborWorks Waco wants to be your trusted source on your journey to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco has helped thousands of home buyers in the Waco area purchase a home, and they can assist you as well. Not enough money for a down payment or your credit needs improving in order to get the best loan? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that will open the door to home ownership for you. you call 254-752-1647 or come by their offices at 922 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and Versalift Southwest. All right, welcome back in. This is game time. Very superstitious. 
Tom and Ward, we appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for being a part of the program. 18 minutes after 8 from the Alan Samuel studio. Okay, Ward, uh, do we get excited? Do are, are we on the edge of our seat? Is Major League Baseball going to put a deal together? Or is this just another let's get excited and then it all fall apart again? Who cares? No, I don't know. I, yeah, you, you'd hope that they would get to that point. I... You know, yesterday, as you pointed out earlier this morning, it was, "Hey, we're we're gonna start, we're gonna start chipping away at this schedule. You're not gonna make as much money, so you better come up with something." Nah, didn't really happen. So well, I I don't know. I I'm almost to the point of tired head over this. Just, you know, it it's hard to say from here, but just get it done. Yeah. And Just they, get it done. They had 17 hours of bargaining. They went to 4 o'clock this morning. 4 a.m. Does that, is that, hey, we went to 4 a.m. Or is that, hey, we went to 4 a.m. and we're close? I mean, you know, who knows? I don't know. I, I have no idea. And, I mean, what, I'd love to be a fly on the wall and know what those conversations are till 4 o'clock in the morning. Or is, you know, one group's in one room and one group's in the other room and, they're just standing their ground and seeing who's going to break first. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't imagine that there's that much conversation going on the entire time. I just, I hope there is, but I, I can't believe there is. Well, here, here's what I kind of get tickled about. Uh, you say 50, I say 45. Are, are we just, I mean, how do we get to 47? You know what I mean? I mean, if, if I say no and you say no, then it's no. But somehow they're saying that they're making progress, which I find it, yeah, exactly. it's almost comical. I mean, well, you're laughing and I mean, you're chuckling and, and, and that's exactly my point. I mean, but at the end of the day, I, I still think, you know, I, I was clearly on management side in this thing, but now I, I'm like, management, what are you doing? You, you came out and you said, we, if we don't have a deal done, we are going to have to cancel, not postpone, not move, not schedule doubleheaders. We ha- are going to cancel the first two series, which, as we pointed out, for the Rangers, meant seven games, basically a week's worth of baseball, including four with the New York Yankees. That's a lot of money. So that 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 deadline came and went in 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 Manford the. Major League Baseball commissioner goes to the podium and says, we're canceling the first two series, seven games. They're off the books. And then you hear several days later that they were close to doing a deal, and that deal will have included uh, the seven games miraculously back on the schedule and playing a full 162-game schedule and just backing up opening day. I mean, well, okay, which one is it? And then you hear... If we don't have a deal done by Tuesday, yesterday, that another week's worth of games are going to have to be canceled. They, I mean, you know, we're going to have to do that. Well, that deadline came and went. And this morning, and I'm glad, don't get me wrong, and I'm glad, but this morning, there's no word of a cancellation. So is there a lot of bark and no bite when it comes to, to, the, to the owners in, in, in Major League Baseball? Yes. And, and I'm almost to the point where Major League Baseball knows that it pretty much stinks right now. And they're nowhere near number one, number two, number three, number four, 
maybe not even number five in, in the sports world right now. So is this a ploy to, hey, we need some headlines and we need to stay relevant and we need to try to get to people talking Major League Baseball? Because if they just break up and go to camp, are we talking baseball every day? No. I'm not. No. Nobody cares. If you get If you get to the first series other than opening day, is anybody t- really talking a lot of baseball? No. Would it be all star break? Maybe a little bit. Now let me let me let me let me throw a little wrench into this thing. Into this, if you're in a market or you cover a market where the team is significantly better than the team that we cover, I don't think so. Even then, you don't think the people in Los Angeles are talking about the Dodgers? No. Well, I do. They're talking about the Lakers. I'm talking about the Rams. Well, probably. I, they just are. Baseball is irrelevant. Oh, no, see, I think you've gone too far there. I don't there. think so. I, I think it's number four on the totem pole. Behind who? Behind NFL, yeah. behind NBA, behind hockey. You think it's behind hockey? I do. It, you're, no. I, I, I would, no. <laughs> Baseball is a joke right now. Okay, let's ask our listeners. 662-1660 is our CNC Collision Center text line. Do you watch hockey or do you watch baseball when it's on? <laughs> and, when, and when they're playing. I got pre- <laughs> Sorry, I got to preface that. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you know. I, I, Until you get to the to a, a relevant part in, is it the playoffs? Is it the wild card? Is it the all-star break i mean i don't know opening day i think it's relevant and and it should be after opening day there's a dip in my opinion see i think in the markets where baseball is really good and i mean the yes the the yankee the the yes network is basically predicated around the yankees Mm -hmm. uh so well the longhorns have a network too but how good are they right now well no but the yes network makes money And LHN does not. Let me be real clear about that. That's very, and it never has. Uh, but the the Yankees, you know, the Dodger. I mean, and I know I'm talking about a lot of large markets, but I'm telling you, I think where baseball is played at a high level, and it hasn't been played at a high level in Arlington in a long time, but in places where it is important. Uh, now, does that mean it's more important than the NFL? No, I get that. And I don't think it ever will be. Uh, I don't know about the NBA. I, I think the. Oh, I guarantee the NBA is more relevant across the board. In Dallas, Texas, is the Rangers or the Mavericks more important? Mavericks. You think? Yep. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. It's an opinion. No, I don't. I, I don't I mean, share I, it, but it's it's my opinion. Yeah, I don't share it, but I, you know, I, I would love to know, you know, but at the end of the day. The problem with you know with our team is we know in <laughs> we know right now that they're not a playoff team. Before they play one of the 162 that they're supposed to play, we know they're not a playoff team. But those playoff teams, those teams that are really good, and the markets where it's really important. I mean, there's there's markets where it's really important, but if you think it's number four, then okay, it's number four. But I. I I think it's number three, and I don't think, and then I think it's a huge drop off between three and four. Uh, incidentally, I, I, you know, it, and it may be number two in a lot of markets. It, clearly, the number one is, is NFL. 
I mean, it, it, I look, think across the board, NBA is more important it may right be. now. It, it may be. I may be dead wrong. Because of the younger generation. I may be dead wrong. I, I, here's what I will tell you is we've got ESPN on in, in, in the, the television video on in our studio. Mm-hmm. And for what, an hour and a half? I've seen nothing but, well, who's got the most pressure on them? Rodgers or, or Will? I mean, it is nothing but. NFL conversation in March. Mm-hmm. I've seen very little, if any, NBA conversation and nothing on Major League Baseball. Absolutely zero. So, because they're tired of it too. Maybe, or there's nothing, nothing new to really report other than what I saw this morning. You know, is it? You know, is ESPN because that's ESPN's content for the next four months. I mean, look, there's a game on just about every night, a national game. Not only these local and regional telecasts, such as Bally's and all that with the rain, but ESPN has a game just about every night. I mean, it's it's important to them, at least from, from a content standpoint it is. So, I don't know. I don't believe so. You, you don't think ESPN cares? Nope. Then why are they writing the Major League Baseball a check? I don't know. I, I mean, I think that, the, you know, because they have to have some content and what else is there in the middle of the summer? I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, well, by default, baseball gets it. Well, maybe, but it's still their content that they're they're counting on. And when it comes to playoff time, you know, Fox writes a big check to carry mm-hmm. the playoffs. And, right. And, and the I, I think, Series. again, I'll go back and say – Playoff time, it's it's relevant. People start getting back involved, but for the most part, I I just don't think that it it pulls the weight that you think it does. No, I know. Hey, listen, a, a Monday night football game or a Sunday night football game, Sunday night NFL regular season football game is going to have a higher television rating than a postseason baseball game. It is. I get that. But when you're talking about a a, a program – over the course of what four or five months, I, I and it's I, I still say basketball is more relevant than baseball, and, and, and hockey is challenging it, especially right now. Interesting conversation, uh, I, you know, and maybe I'm hoping that that you're wrong. I don't know. I, I mean, I love baseball. I mean, I've, I've I don't make any bones about it, uh, and I want Major League Baseball this summer. I mean. Would you care if they don't have baseball this summer? No. You wouldn't care? So no. then you're not a baseball guy. Then, I, I am. I am. But I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the bickering. I'm tired of the arguing. Millionaires fighting billionaires. Uh, you know what? I, I'm tired of it. I'm going to watch college baseball, and I'm going to watch high school baseball. And I'm going to go to Round Rock because I do like the game of baseball. But for MLB, I'm out. All right. Don't care <laughs> whatsoever. Tim on the CNC Collision Center text line. Ward's thinking like a football fan. Well, make no mistake about it. Ward loves his football. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I get it. And I get it. Uh, but the National Football League has had their 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 uh, their financial issues between players and owners as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everybody went running right back after the players came back and the scabs got kicked to the curb. Right. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, but last time Major League Baseball had a big stoppage, it 
it looked like it was on life support until McGuire, Bonds, Sosa, until that happened. Mm -hmm. Baseball may not have survived without that. Because there was a bunch of ballparks with empty seats. Daily. No, I get it. You wouldn't. You look. We're all creatures. Nobody cared. We're creatures. We're creatures of habit. And when you get in the habit of not doing something, not turning the game on, not listening to the game, not going to the game, I get it. Or just nobody cared. It may be that. I mean, it, it, it may. Our society may be that. Hey, this game is just, just too slow, uh, for, for our our current society. But I, I, I don't. Or they're just fed up with the prima donna attitude. But when I when I go to when I, okay, for example, I went to one Ranger game last year, just one. I went to a Sunday afternoon baseball game in August. Okay, on a team that was horrendous, and I mean, and, and that may be kind. And there's still seventeen, eighteen thousand people there spending their hard earned money. Uh, I mean, I, I, I so when you part say, of that was the ballpark. In August? Yes. Four months after it opened? Yes. A, well, actually, a year and four months after it opened. Part of that is Texan Live in the ballpark. Still. And part of this season will be because the park's new and they hadn't seen it yet. Not everybody's been there yet. So part of that part of that new shine is going to be the ballpark. Dude, Why do you think the Rangers didn't do anything last year to their roster? Because they knew they didn't have to. People are going to buy a ticket just to come see the park. They didn't have to do anything. So we're going to stand pat, and we're going to sell tickets, and we're going to sell T-shirts because they're going to come to see the new ballpark. Well, you may be right, but here's what I know. At the end of the day, they are arguing over millions and millions of dollars. So for people who don't care, there sure is a lot of money at stake. Well, I mean. Somebody is paying. I mean, are, are, are the owners just digging it out of their back pocket? You or- can keep trying to convince me, but it ain't going to work. They're still number three in my book. And they're still number three in a lot of people's book. I know you love baseball, Tom, but they stink. 832. Well, there's 32 cities that have big ballparks paying a lot of money, and people are going every single solitary night to the ballpark. Keep believing that. Well, I, I don't have to. It, it's They're fact. still not as relevant as NBA right now. May not be. May not be. Uh I'm not, I'm not going to win this argument. 833. <laughs> Josh Neighbors is coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Baseball. All season long here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Bears stay on the road, headed to Abilene Wednesday to play Abilene Christian. 545 for the warm-up show. 6 p.m. first pitch Wednesday versus ACU. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. 
Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco, and online at automaticchefcanteen.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. McLennan Baseball starts conference action today by hosting Ranger for a doubleheader starting at noon. The MCC softball team has the top two home run hitters in the nation in Caitlin Wong and Aaron Plunkett. They travel to Ranger today for a twin bill. Baylor softball is in Hawaii for the Rainbow Wahine Classic. They take on Cal at 7.30 and Hawaii at 11 tonight. You can hear those games on Cool 101. Baylor Baseball is on the road as well at Abilene Christian. That first pitch is at 6 o'clock and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Seattle Seahawks have agreed to send quarterback Russell Wilson to the Broncos for tight end Noah Fent and four future draft picks. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and VersaLift Southwest. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a douche, another runner in the night. Blinded by the light. It's 836. Like Welcome back into the program. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We're joined now by Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. And Josh, uh, big week starting actually tonight uh, with uh, the men and then um, men and women getting going. And we've we've got what we think is going to be a fun weekend with uh, the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's this is this to me, honestly, I'm actually more of a conference tournament week type guy. I know people love the NCAA tournament, but I love the entire week of the conference tournaments because, you know, on Monday night, there's obviously games. We get the shot with Chattanooga beating Furman. And then last night, you had a couple bids that were handed out as well. And then today really is the day that the big conference tournaments begin to get going. So, you know, there is a buildup in the NCAA tournament week, but conference tournament week is really nonstop action. And for somebody like me, who is a huge college basketball fan and a pretty avid college basketball gambler as well, this is like the week, in my opinion. When you look at the Big 12, it, it, what team can make the most improvement in their stock going into the NCAA tournament? Texas Tech's got a great opportunity to move up some seed lines, depending on where they are in a few people's eyes. But there's stumbles down the stretch. The one against Oklahoma State and the one against TCU have really, uh, you know, kind of moved their seeding around somewhat. I'll tell you the teams that, you know, I'm thinking about are teams like TCU and Iowa State. Those teams, depending on where you look, 
on the 8-9 line. Good showings from them could knock them off the 8-9 line, and you'd rather be you know, a 7 seed. Honestly, you might even rather be a 10 seed, depending on who your 2 seed is. But just kind of you know, making sure that you don't have to run up against those 1 seeds. And the, the thing that TCU and, you know, uh, and Iowa State don't necessarily have is elite size. I know people like Eddie Lampkin's game. But the, the number 1 seed, the one thing they all feature is really good interior play. Uh, for the for the most part, save Baylor, obviously, but that that's kind of what they feature. And they would not line up TCU with a team like a Baylor. So if you're an eight nine, you're probably matched up with the other one seeds just to make sure there's no Big Twelve battle in the round of thirty two. So I would say Texas Tech, Iowa State, and TCU just because of where they're seated currently. How deep is this? Big 12 league right now and as far as getting teams in the NCAA tournament 6 7 we're, 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 what's your thought process it's going to be 6 um Oklahoma's won 3 straight but the problem is it was against some of the bottom feeders now we know the bottom feeders this conference are pretty good but Oklahoma's the one team that is closest to the bubble I would say but they're really not showing up in that many uh places now you know, a win against Baylor and a win against Texas Tech, I mean, I, I think we definitely need to have the conversation because uh, that, would, that would bolster what is a resume that's got, that would then have two wins over Tech, uh, you know, win over Arkansas in the non-conference, and a win over Baylor as well. But that's a, that's a tough road to hoe. So it kind of feels like they need to at least make the championship game. I'll tell you what, Kansas State is a team to me. I've been saying this all year. You know, they, they've had some shortcomings, but it feels like if they were in the ACC – if they were in the Pac-12, they would have, uh, or maybe even the Big East, the Big East is strong, but they would kind of fit in the middle class there. They, they would have been, I think, in pretty good shape um, because they've got a star player in Nigel Pack. They've got a good support, supporting cast in Mark Smith and Marquise Noel. So they've got, they've got a good you know, front three, and Mike McGurl's not a bad player as well. Davion Bradford's not bad. So they've got like decent players. And I think they're the team that could bust this entire Big 12 tournament up. I mean, they were real close to beating KU the first time around they played them. So I would love to see Nigel Pack get on a heater, get hot. And I think he could be that guy. Uh, it could be, you know, um, I the kid's name off the top of my head, Ethan Thompson from Oregon State last year, who really, you know, kind of went on a heater and got them, uh, you know, into the tournament basically by winning the Pac-12. So I think Kansas State's that team that could – Make be the seventh and OU's the other team it could be, but I think we end up at six. For Baylor and Kansas right now, is there anything that they need to do in the tournament? Do they need to win a game, or does it not really matter? They already have their line set. I think Baylor's set. I, I and I also I'm not really sure a deep runs the best thing for them. You guys see us, you know, see them up close and personal, but they're they're a seven man rotation at this point. And we kind of know what they are. We know they're going to roll the small ball. We know that, you know, uh, Flo Thamba can be the X factor. They can get good interior play out of him. Uh, and, you know, he can go up against a guy like a David McCormick. Uh, you know, in the tournament, there will be a few guys that are like that or even better. That, that's a big swing for them. But we kind of know what they are. We kind of know they can beat elite competition with the seven-man rotation. So, almost for them, it's probably a rest thing. It's, it's almost like, do we want to play, uh, you know, do, do we want to play three games here in in the Big 12 tournament, do we want to have to make that run? I, I think Baylor gets bounced the first day by Oklahoma. Like they're still in, in pretty in you know in fine condition. Maybe they become that fourth one seed, but I'm not really sure it matters for Scott Drew's group. Kansas to me has the most to iron out because they're trying to bring back Remy Martin. 
They're trying to get David McCormick playing well. And I told you guys earlier this year that if Kansas was right, that's the best team in the conference because the absurd amount of talent that they have across the board and their depth. And it feels like they're just not hitting their stride, which is crazy to say for a team that is going to be, that might be a one seed that want to share the big 12 title, but it just feels like all the parts are not functioning the way they're supposed to. They lost back-to-back games uh, last week and are going into last week and almost lost a third straight to TCU at home. So, you know, I I think there are some questions in all of Texas at home as well. There's some questions being asked of Kansas right now. I think this would be a great opportunity to get things rolling and get themselves playing their best basketball heading into the tournament. Talking with Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. Josh, uh, what are the scenarios – for this league to get two number ones, Baylor and Kansas, do is that can that just happen, or do they need some help from some of the other conference tournaments? They would. Well, the one thing they can get other help is they can get if they get both Baylor and Kansas into the championship game, and especially if KU beats Baylor in a championship game, I, I think there's your which is which is not an unlikely scenario. There's your definite two one seed situation right there, right? That that's, that's just kind of locked it up. Um, if, if somebody stumbles, then all, they would need kind of maybe an Auburn and Kentucky situation. One, I, I think Baylor's pretty safe, in my opinion, on the one line, especially if they beat Oklahoma. It feels like they kind of have that thing um, locked up. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the SEC tournament is the one where I look. Uh, you know, the, in the Big Ten, maybe Purdue stumbling would guarantee you know, they, they wouldn't get to that one line. Arizona, if Arizona doesn't win the Pac-12, I, I think there's some questions to be asked there. So, I think the one conference where you could see somebody jumping to the one line is if Auburn or Kentucky win the SEC. I think that definitely is going to put them in one consideration right there. Even um, you know, even if Kansas and, and Baylor make it, I think that the SEC champion uh, puts you know puts their name time in the ring for that one seed. But I still think they can ice it. The, the Big 12 teams can if we get a Baylor versus Kansas final. I know there's still the conference tournament to play, but move forward to the NCAA tournament as if we were starting that tomorrow night. What team in this conference makes the deepest run in your mind? I I feel like I've been betting against Baylor recently, and it's just completely you know backfired because they've got seven players, and we're kind of wondering when is when are they going to run out of gas? But the nice thing is they've had a couple breaks here, and that's why I've been wondering: Hey, is is, a, is you know playing one game in this tournament? Uh, you know, or just not playing three, how helpful would that be? So I feel like Baylor is, is the play right now, but if Texas Tech can get Kevin McCullough healthy, if they can get back to what, you know, the way they're playing, they're the team there. And then Kansas is just uh, like, you want to see it from them, but they're just not giving it to you. So I would say Baylor, because, because the way they finished the season, it's hard to go against what the bears were doing. And look, I've said this, the Scott drew, in my opinion, is the best coach in, co- coach in college basketball. No team, over the last three seasons of the power conferences has a better record than Scott drew. He's also got a national champion, uh, national championship in that time as well. And lost four of those players and look where they are now. So I'm not going to bet against Scott drew. I think Baylor, in my opinion, I'm not sure if they can win the title because, because they're depth, but they can definitely make a, a final four. Josh, uh, we, we, you were talking about Baylor and Kansas and Tech, and, and to me, one of the X factors from I just don't know is Texas. What, what what do we know about that basketball team and Chris Beard's club? Yeah, I was talking last night, Jonathan Davis of Locked On Longhorns, and he's like, it feels like if a team scores more than 60 points against Texas, 
uh, they're kind of screwed. The good thing is, is that their defense has been phenomenal this season. Chris Beard has done a great job coaching that defense. The question for them is offense. Like, who is the guy in the end of the game that's going to take the shot? I think we thought Marcus Carr was going to get there. He just didn't get there in, in, in this season. And he's, uh, it's been really interesting, weird to watch. So right now, I think the consensus is this is at, at best a Sweet 16 team. But that's all we could, you know, that, that's the best case scenario right now. It feels like for Chris Beard's team. I, I'm seeing a first weekend exit for them probably in the second round. Switch gears and go to baseball and, and Big 12 baseball just getting underway. But right now, looking at the league, is this a closer league than in years past, do you think? Yeah, I think I think when it comes to baseball this season, you know, this is going to be a league. I mean, I think the teams at the top, it's kind of like basketball, right? There's the first class and there's a second class below that. But I'm excited to see what the middle tier of this league is. Clearly, you've got Texas, Texas Tech and TCU at the top. And I think we all believe Oklahoma State should be joining that group. But I'm interested to see what Baylor does this year. And, and OU, I think, um, you know, they, they've got a pretty decent team as well. So, I'm pretty. I'm curious to see what the middle class shapes up to be. I want to see if Oklahoma State can get themselves where we think they should be. But Texas has basically been all. I know they had the UCLA loss, but Texas has been basically everything that we thought they'd be and more. TCU, uh, you know, I think our buddy Stephen Simcox would tell you maybe not the best start to the year. Eight and four, still not a bad place to be. But yeah, this league looks like kind of like what we thought it to be. But curious to see if that middle class ends up being a bit better than we uh, anticipated. You mentioned Baylor six and five, uh, but they went to uh, they went to Minute Maid Park and really played well against high caliber competition in the uh, Shriners College mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah, I mean, getting wins over UCLA and LSU is pretty good. I mean, Tennessee, you know, they Tennessee is a, a very difficult challenge just because of the amount of really good pitching that the that the Volunteers have. So I, I would say that you know. A loss to Tony Vitello's group is nothing to be too upset about. And then also a win over UCLA, who saw be the number one team in the country, and LSU, a program like that, to get two wins. You're in a good position, and winning three of your last four is, is a good place to be. And, you know, another, uh, you know, another sweep against Maryland uh, was not how you wanted the season to start, but they've rebounded pretty well since then. And, yeah, I think I'm intrigued to see what they, they can do. You know, and some, some easier games coming up for them with Abilene Christian, Sam Houston, and then three against Columbia as well before they get into Big 12 play. Josh, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask the question. What do you got coming up on the podcast? Well, we're glad you asked. We are previewing the Big 12 tournament. Uh, there's some draft coverage in there as well. The combine just happened and pro days are happening, so we're talking Big 12 guys on there. But we're previewing the Big 12 tournament. We're going to break down the results as they happen and then obviously previewing the NCAA tournament next week as well. All right, final thought, uh, totally off off the radar here. Uh, if we don't have Major League Baseball this summer, do you care? Yeah, well, so as, as the host of a Locked On Nationals podcast, I, I, I do care. I do have a vested interest in this. But, um, look, I think there's too much at stake for them not to make it happen. Um, I, I think the, the one thing I don't think we're talking about enough is how we all know NBA, NFL, NHL, they're all tied to revenues. Revenues are tied, basically, to how much players make, whatever. This is what makes this so tricky, is that players basically have to ballpark what they think the revenues are going to be for the salary cap and whatnot in years coming. And that's what makes this you know, negotiation so much more difficult than any other sport. So I think despite that, 
We might see some changes to the game. No robo-umps, but might ban the shift and might have the pitch clock. But, yes, I think we do see baseball, and I wouldn't be shocked if they get the deal done today. Josh, as always, it's a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Yep, talk to you guys soon. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. Hey, if you want to sell your home in five days, let me tell you how you can do it. Contact the Brokerage House and uh, Aaron Ryan. The Brokerage House and Aaron Ryan have a proven program that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers on your home. You want more information? It's 5daystosold.com. That's the numeral 5, 5daystosold.com, or call Aaron at 817-812-2978. Baylor women's basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. The Big 12 champion Baylor women open play in the Big 12 tournament Friday in Kansas City. 1 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 1.30 tip-off Friday. Join Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. Now is the time to start thinking about that spring break trip and servicing your vehicle at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. Whether your travels take you to the mountains where it's cold or the beach where it's warm, they have you covered. With their complimentary digital inspection, they are going to make sure your car is roadworthy. Have you been kished? Getting kished means keep individuals safe honestly. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are their business. Dedicated to serving you since 1998, they are local and they are honest and dependable. 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco. StarTex Propane has been servicing McLennan and surrounding counties since 1976. This local and family-owned business is happy to take care of all your commercial and residential propane needs, including tank service, refills, outdoor kitchens, grills, fireplace units, turkey fryers, and fish cookers. StarTex offers competitive pricing that will meet or beat their competitors. So head on over to their website, StarTexPropane.com, or stop by the Big Red Building on LaSalle Avenue and join the more than 14,000 customers in Central Texas that choose StarTex Propane for all their propane needs. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Toft Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. McLennan Baseball starts conference action today by hosting Ranger for a doubleheader starting at noon. The MCC softball team has the top two home run hitters in the nation in Caitlin Wong and Aaron Plunkett. They travel to Ranger today for a twin bill. Baylor softball is in Hawaii for the Rainbow 
Wahine Classic. They take on Cal at 7.30 and Hawaii at 11 tonight. You can hear those games on Cool 101. Baylor Baseball is on the road as well at Abilene Christian. That first pitch is at 6 o'clock and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Seattle Seahawks have agreed to send quarterback Russell Wilson to the Broncos for tight end Noah Fent and four future draft picks. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 854, and congratulations to Baylor's Nikki Collin, a Naismith Coach of the Year semifinalist. There are 10 semifinalists uh, in this uh, in this list, including Nikki Collin. The uh, Oklahoma coach, by the way, is, is on this list, as is uh, Kim Mulkey from LSU. So it uh, should be interesting to see. But uh, Baylor became the uh, first team since Texas Tech way back in 2000 to start off the league at 0-2 and, and then end up winning the conference. And, uh, man, uh, again, what a tremendous job that Nikki Collins done with the Baylor women. Uh, softball, as uh, as we just heard on the uh, Sports Center update, the uh, softball team is in Hawaii for a uh, – for, a, for uh, four games uh, starting today, there will be a doubleheader today. And I say today, it is actually tonight into tomorrow morning. Uh, they'll, they'll play at 7.15 tonight, Texas time. And then again at 11 o'clock, Texas time tonight. So uh, a pot of coffee and uh, and softball with uh, Glenn Moore's team. Baseball is in Abilene to uh, take on ACU. That is a, a 5.45 warm-up and a, a 6 o'clock first pitch. All right. Uh, let's see. Many thanks to everyone who's been a part of this program. Thanks to Travis Brown from the uh, Brian Eagle. Also, uh, thanks to uh, to Michael Swain from Kansas 247 Sports and to Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. John Morse from Kansas City this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Matt Mosley is in KC as well. He'll be with you at 4 o'clock. So have yourself a great day. Ward and Garrett and I are back in the morning at 7 o'clock. Have yourself a great day. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do we know what artisanal bread means? Is that just a fancy way of saying bread? I think it's a fancy way of saying not regular old bread. <laughs> <laughs> like we did something uh, a little different from this. So it's artisanal. Yeah, not regular old bread. I wish they'd just say that. Just put that on the menu, not regular old bread. <laughs>